This is Up The Creek, the definitive Jonathan Creek podcast with your host, my good friend Daniel Cooper and me, Gav Murphy. Today, we're trying to exonerate Detective Inspector Adrian Fell and figure out what the hell the checkered box is even about. On this podcast, we talk about Jonathan Creek via the effect, the method, and the reveal. Daniel, what is the effect of the checkered box? Hotshot detective Adrian Fell is the chief suspect in the murder of solicitor Marion Crespo, having been photographed at the scene of the crime. Is an intro like I do kind of like the idea that a detective is is too good so people start suspecting that he's the he's the one that did the crimes yeah but that angle isn't lent on enough in this episode i don't think no also again at face value not mm. a jonathan creek crime it's only no. a jonathan creek crime if you think he's too good to have done it it then becomes impossible yeah yeah it's uh, that's the thing is like i really like the idea that he goes in and because Jonathan even sees it a little bit, I think as well, where he says like, mm, "Do you think it was that crime's a little bit gift wrap for him?" Or the walnut one, like, yeah, yeah. And I, I love the idea of like, actually, that's a really fun idea that the detective is the one doing it, and the reason that he's solving them all is because he's the one who fucking did them all. Is that is I haven't seen it. Is that the plot of Dexter? <laughs> uh, ish. <laughs> he also wants to shag his sister lovely which is the lovely. next episode uh, yeah it's the next episode <laughs> so i think in this bit because usually sometimes we talk about in this bit how they get on to the crime what mm. the hell is eyes and ears now <laughs> i've written that i've literally written eyes and ears is back then but what is this fucking show <laughs> i have no idea what it is because she is on um she's following around the met yeah two weeks. like cops yeah, so it's kind of a, I think she describes it as a reality strand. Yeah. Which is um, a thing that I think the next episode talks about reality TV. So she's following yeah. Adrian Fell for a couple of weeks. But then we see later in the episode, they get Jonathan in to have a look at the death of Marion Crespo. And two days yeah. after her murder, they're mm. staging a reenactment on a soundstage. Yeah. And just speculating wildly about how she died. You can't do that on TV. Two days after she's murdered or commits suicide, yeah. they're speculating. And also, she looks like she's committed suicide. Yeah. And Brendan brings in Jonathan. He says to Jonathan, woman has topped herself, but we believe there might be more to it. Mm. How does he know that? Yeah, and also enough to bring in Jonathan, who in a couple episodes ago, they said, we're doing a segment on impossible crimes. Yeah. As Brendan just got a really good gut feeling. Because we do talk a lot about his colon in this episode. Oh my God, it's so weird, that entire strand. Yeah, I know what you mean, because like, really we talked about this loads, and we talked about it in so many episodes where they've just gone, right, they've come up with this idea, it's eyes and ears, and that's how Jonathan is now going to be involved in these crimes. They never use that. No, so I've written it down. <laughs> the bit, and they, they do stage it for laughs with the guy with mm. the question mark bursting into the office on his mask. Yeah. And Carla just sliding in on a chair. Oh my God, yeah, that's insane. She says, A suicide, you decide. <gasps> what? That's so partridge, I love it. And I do, obviously, I think they are trying to make that show a bit cheesy and crap. I think that is intentional. 
But it's strange that they have to sell this idea that the normal-looking crime has more to it enough to warrant the involvement of Jonathan Creek. Yeah, because it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's kind of um, like a previous episode where you're using a magical technique to create something every day, which is quite good, but I don't understand Mm. why Jonathan's got involved so soon. I don't think they do, though, in the episode, to be fair. And they've almost like... We used to talk about it way back at the beginning of this podcast where like, it used to be quite frustrating the way that Jonathan was brought in. And, you know, like he, sometimes it was coincidence. Sometimes it was a really odd coincidence. Sometimes it's a really stretched coincidence. This one, it, I think now they just don't even bother. They just go, yeah, he's involved now. Don't mm-hmm. matter. Like he's doing stuff. But it's he's like the whole stuff. concept that he comes up with for that, for the how that it could be done. And when he's giving them the diagrams and stuff, I was just like, why? I don't get why he's here, why he's giving him the time. And I used to get why he used to give the time to Maddie because in our heads, he was in love with her and that's why he was doing it. Why is <laughs> why is he doing any of this? Well, he, he like, thinks the show's crap. Yeah. He doesn't seem to like Carla. No. Although this little hints, maybe, I don't know. Uh, and maybe the only thing is the sti- mental stimulation, the intellectual stimulation. That's the only thing I can cling on to because yeah, the Adams stuff is getting shitter and shitter. It's not even... He's brought on for an impossible crime Segment. section, but this isn't an impossible crime. It turns out to be one. Yeah. <laughs> After he's brought on. It's just coming on self-murders. And it consistently they're being planned by people who are very well versed in magical thinking, which is and weird what? inversion of the format. Almost. Well, it's, I think it's cool to do that as a few variations, mm. but it seems like it's becoming quite consistent. Well, let's get, let's go on to the method. So the, the method, the victim's office was actually split in half, um, meaning Adrian Fell was actually unable to see the corpse in the room. But when it was looked at, when the paparazzi was looking at it from a distance, side on, the partition is perfectly concealed, which creates the illusion of a single room. So it looks like he goes over and kind of like smirks at the body and the stuff. corpse. Yeah. Um, I don't mind that. No. But I don't mind I think, it, but it I don't, doesn't work thing, for I, many reasons. Yeah, I, I don't mind the method. And I kind of like the method, but I don't like the effect that it's used for because I just don't care. Yeah. Um, so one small thing to say at the beginning of this is mm. the staging of it is dodgy. Yeah. Because from the wide shot that paparazzi is looking at, when he turns off yeah. the light, you see a shadow from the plant going into the opposite side of the room. <laughs> which is a little bit naughty that yeah you think you would get rid of that really so Um, the the main clue is adrian says he'd left his chewing gum in the plant pot in the corner yes and when they examined the room the plant pot the chewing gum was found in wasn't the one in the corner it was the one in the middle of the room yeah but when there was the partition it would have been in the corner yes so did someone switch the chewing gum? No, it leads to this idea that maybe there was a wall there. When they were yeah. examining the room before they're shot at by a sniper, which yeah. is a wild sentence, Jonathan leans down and finds some holes, but you don't get to see them in that scene. 
You only yeah. get to see them in a second take during the reveal, which I think yeah. is a little bit naughty. Yeah, it's weird not to show it as well, because I don't think I'm getting it from those holes. Yeah. I don't think it's spoiling anything. Uh, it, if anything, it's just like, it's nice and, it would just get your mind ticking over a little it. bit. It's still fun to yeah. see it being like created. Yeah, of course it is. I think my biggest problem with this method is, and I think it goes to a deeper problem with the episode, is if Adrian Fell is meant to be this hot shot detective, yeah. when at the end in the review, why is he never saying that room's different? Yeah. <laughs> when, yeah. Even from the, when he just sees the photographs, he says, he thinks they've been mocked up. So Photoshop, yeah. potentially. We know Photoshop now exists in this universe from Angel Hair. Yeah. When they go into the reveal, when they're stood in her office at the end, at no <laughs> point does he go, this room is twice as big. Yeah. This room is massive, actually. This is mad. Um, this picture was, this is twice as big. He doesn't yeah. say it. And he's almost surprised no. by the reveal. Yeah. Yeah, that is really strange. And also as well, like, he, they, they make a really big song and dance about him wiping everything down. But he's done that, but he's just chucking his chewing gum away, is he? So he's a, he's a hot he's a hot shot enough of a detective to know to wipe every single... He's wiped down bits of paper he's not even touched. He's wiped down everything, but just chucks but his I chewing gum away. I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, that's insane that he's done that. How is, how is that there, That is there to give the clue of the, the, the plant pot in the corner. Yeah, and I, but I quite like that clue. Don't get me wrong. But to be able to get to that clue, you've also you've got then got to take a, you've got to he's got to be a moron for chucking his chewing gum away. Yeah, that's odd. That is just also just a slight thing of him being a hotshot detective. Which actually, when we get to the reveal and talk about the motivations of Vault, it is a thing. He yeah. is a really good cop, and he puts people away. Even at the beginning of the episode, he's presented this hotshot cop. That's why she's following him. Even yeah. though I don't think you're a hotshot if you can tell the difference between a white and a black dude. Oh my God. I don't yeah. think that's testament to you being a crack detective. But <laughs> at the end, when Carla and Jonathan are examining the office and the sniper mm. shoots at them, it intercuts with him being in the stairwell and he's yeah. got leather gloves on and you're almost meant to think, oh, is he actually bad? Yeah. If he's in that stairwell waiting for a sniper, yeah. why does he let the sniper get away four or five shots before yeah. stopping him? <laughs> Yeah, that's also true. It's like, um, I'll give him a few shots and then, oh, then I'll have a go. It all then starts to get really muddy. And I, like, I, I, I'm looking at the reveal right now, which is like the whole thing has been orchestrated by James McDonald, a master criminal fell help put away in his youth. Yes. I can't remember where all the God stuff comes into it. So... <laughs> the, the episode is called the checkered, the checkered box, box yeah <laughs> and the reveal when that box opens up and we mm. see mr g yeah the musical cue for when you see the holy bible mm. is so over the top it's almost yeah. meant to be the moment everything comes together but for me it plays like oh yeah um it's really odd, especially because, as you say, the episode is called The Checkered Box. They talk about the box. Like, Jonathan references it as being, like, the puzzle box in Hellraiser. 
So it have this like crazy meaning to it, but actually it's it's kind of a red. Her- the whole thing is kind That's, of like a mad it is red, red herring. So I think it's meant to make you question whether there's something more going on with Fell when actually yeah. it's to do with his daughter, and then there's also a bit of history of him just putting away a criminal, but. You would expect yeah. him to do that because he's a good sergeant and a good detective. Yeah, he's a but, fucking policeman. But the two epiphanies are weird in this because the one with Adam being crucified, I think it's the epiphany because Jonathan says something about being perpendicular. Yeah. And I think that refers to the sight lines on the illusion. But then right, there's okay, also yeah. another epiphany where Jonathan remembers Fell being mm. offended by something. And you think it's the, oh, the other yeah. detective being just a bit kind of aggressive. But I think he says yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so he that's recoils right, yeah, yeah. at his blasphemy, which Jonathan yeah. goes, "Oh, he's really religious." But again, I don't even see the relevance of the the God stuff really. No, it really. I I don't. Other than the fact that they need to put it in this box. But what are we meant to think is in the box then? Naughty stuff, drugs, Cenobites? Like, and we're meant. Are we, are we meant to, because I guess the idea, the, the reason that it's there is because you're kind of meant to think that Fell is a baddie. Yeah. Um, so, but I also, I, I was thinking this, I was like, but that's the thing I was thinking this, I was like, what could possibly be in that box? It's like Marcel Wallace's briefcase. Yeah. But it's like, what could possibly be in there? I just don't get it. I really, really don't get it. Um, yeah. It, and I guess we should tackle this as well. Mm. concurrently with this is the walnut case oh because yeah. that is also a mystery with a slight method yeah so it's presented so the person who's murdered is actually um the chief witness in putting away james mcdonald so yeah. it's the f- and then the second murder is marion crespo who is the prosecutor and yes. Fell, I think, is meant to be the third person he's taken revenge of. So James yes. McDonald's just been released um, um, early. So he's taken revenge yeah. on all these people. So he presents it as if the guy's died in his sleep. But Jonathan thinks yeah. it's too neat. And he's actually been murdered. And he's tried to make it f- seem like an accident. So he's yeah. put, done this thing with the walnuts. But then the thing about how he locked the draw bolts being a bit oh of string covered in God. paraffin and jonathan goes oh it's quite <laughs> it's quite basic 101 yeah he says it's page one stuff really i've just written is it is it <laughs> also i know we live in a world of crap police in the show yeah. are they not finding bits of burnt string it's not gonna come yeah pl- there's gonna be ash there's gonna be burn marks it's gonna look fucking nuts <laughs> yeah also you're gonna go to all the effort of doing all that and not yeah. saw the walnuts in the right place. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's a bit harsh, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, the thing that I was really unclear on is, does Fell know? No, that, I don't think yeah, he recognises okay, right. him. Yeah. And I, I've written that down. How does Jonathan recognise him? Yeah. Because Jonathan goes, oh, he's put a bit of weight on since then. And I mm. think there's a line where Fell says he doesn't recognise him until afterwards. If it was that big a case... And Crozier, it meant that much. Like, you feel like he would recognize. But I, I wasn't clear whether he was hiding stuff away or anything like that. I've put I've put Fellas rubbish. Yeah. He, he doesn't figure out the room thing. He doesn't recognize no. Crozier. He doesn't stop the sniper in the stairwell. And yeah. yet he's presented as this, this amazing cop. Yeah. So that doesn't quite work, really, for me. 
Also, it's weird that James McDonald is described as the Napoleon of crime, which is yeah. what, how Moriarty is <laughs> referred to. Because also, I keep saying, and another thing, but also, if he's so famous, if he is the Napoleon of crime, yeah, how do they not know he's been let out of prison? Yeah. Particularly if that if that case was so big. Yeah. This is the thing. If that case was so big, how does he not know he's been let out of prison? But also, how does he not recognize all these people that keep dying around the case that have so a hand like the in the case? the biggest case of his career they had early on, putting away Moriarty. Yeah, that's the only thing. I thought maybe he did recognize it, but he was keeping quiet because of his daughter stuff. Because I guess he would put all that together with the fact he's now being blackmailed about his daughter around these deaths. Yeah. I still don't think you're allowed to keep all that quiet if you're a detective, you. Yeah, and not. also, he is a dodgy cop because he steals that file. But yeah. his daughter isn't involved because she swears on the Bible. All that stuff is really yeah. messy with this daughter. I, have no, I had no idea what was going on. It's a, it's an odd, odd, odd series. It's like, it feels like it's really overcomplicated when it doesn't need to be. Yeah. I, before we embarked on season four... Yeah, I remember. I I know we've already touched on this. I remember thinking the eyes and the ears thing made it really straightforward. Yeah, but these are really structurally kind of all over the place, and in the elements, we'll get onto all the comedy stuff in this episode as well. Oh, it's ridiculous! It's absolutely ridiculous. But yeah, I just think like by the time that it comes around to the reveal, it, it just keeps adding stuff into it, and then the god stuff, Mister G. By the end, I was just like, I don't care. I, and that's not me saying that I don't care about God. That's me saying I just don't care how it's used in this. To build something up as such a reveal for it to be that, yeah. the music is trying to make you feel like it's a big revelation. <laughs> yeah. I will say one thing I do like is um, Adrian Fell is aware of Jonathan from the Judge Sweetland case, <laughs> which is Mother Red Cap. I like this thing yeah. of the police talking about Jonathan and being aware of his work from other detectives and other cases. Yeah, I'm still into that. I like that a lot. I, To be fair, though, I don't think they're going to be talking about this one. They will not be talking about the checkered box case. Um, Most people are like, what's the checkered box? Yeah. I have no idea. So we've had the effect, the method, and the reveal, but there are other elements which make up every episode of Jonathan Creek, including, and possibly the most uh, candidates we've had for this, the Victor Meldrew Award for Most Unbelievable Scene. This feels like a sitcom, considering there's so much other stuff going on. There's so much odd sitcom-y stuff going on in this episode. The the balance of this... Yeah, the tone is weird, isn't it? Um, yeah. Yeah, the, I've got loads of nominees for this. In a way, it's quite clever. And I was like, oh, I really like this. But the all the colonoscopy slash drain chat, because anytime he's talking, you're like, oh, that's funny. He's using words that could be both. And then they mix up the tape at the end. And I was like, what is this payoff? Who's this for? Like, that's not even funny. Yeah. Or he, there's a whole scene where he goes back to their house and just watches it with some peanuts yeah it's that's all that stuff is really really wild and i can't i don't know why it's there he's not a real person brendan he's just not yeah uh this is his last fucking appearance as well thank god um but 
It's all. I was like, am I meant to care about him? Because I'm spending a lot of time with him in this episode. Is it just to fill some time? I don't know. I, it's not a good character, is it? But also, as well, I was watching the colonoscopy thing going, right, okay, well, this is... We're getting Jonathan's epiphany from this colonoscopy stuff then. And I guess you're just like, oh, her watching what she thinks is his colonoscopy. She's actually watching the drain being... And it's like, oh, so, you know, you you think you're watching a murder that, yeah. you're actually watching a suicide or something like that yeah. but that doesn't come till later also also <laughs> that could just be just any magic trick yeah just what you think you're watching one thing yeah that's what magic is he does he but he doesn't link it like that nah. it, it's just it just feels like it's another thing i was like is it only I, there so carla can be in the back of the toilets the because actually laugh. no the toilet and that it's not even linked uh, not because they just haven't worked the it on their house. Yeah, because the the upstairs toilet's blocked. So yeah, uh, the colonoscopy is on top of that thing. You don't need yeah. the colonoscopy thing. No. So she yeah she gets stuck in the back of the easy lab. Where the bloody hell do you think I'm ringing from? I've been banging and shouting myself hoarse in here. Well, this is a bit of a pickle. I don't know what to say. I think he said he was off to Nottingham. Nottingham. That's a. I think that's a Mel Drew nominee. I think my. Yeah. I've got one. Um, after the crucifixion, Klaus's dummy being taken to the hospital instead of him. Yeah, um, that is wild. Do you see who the the attending doctor was? Sandy Johnson, baby. That Tash is his. <laughs> and also, we've seen him as a paramedic before. So, are we to think that it's the same character and he's just been in night school? He's he's just been promoted. Do you, or do you think he was already? Do you think he was the the same guy who do you think before he went into medical college he was the guy at the wimpy in the bathroom (laughs) maybe he saw norman getting his foot scolded and he was like yeah medical it's calling i want to i want to help people with injuries because i couldn't help him with his burnt foot i would like to be in that position yeah that could be yeah that's a that's a really good one to be fair um i think uh we've kind of touched on it but that chair rolling into charlotte uh, Carla's chair rolling to shot in the eyes and ear reconstruction is mad. It is mad. What do you want to go for? The dummy or Carla in the easy lav or Brendan in his colon? I think it's got to be Carla in the back of the toilet. Yeah, I think so. That is the most, unbe- yeah, that's the most. I can imagine him saying it on the phone. Yeah, oh, I can imagine Mel's Ruby in the back of that. I think that's how, I, if, whenever it's close, I always go to imagine what could I actually That's see? what the award is, yeah. Yeah, I think that's bang on. Um, thing it's dated the most, maybe using a phone box. I've got a phone um, box when your mobile runs out. We, that's the thing. We didn't even talk about that paparazzi at all because it was just mad. Too good entire. a performance. Yeah. <laughs> the paparazzi, uh, this could be dated, but it's kind of just a verbal thing. That paparazzi uses the phrase, one of these days. <laughs> all to be fair all the stuff that she does could be in the victim elder thing as well like uh like putting her as the b- body in the in the body oh, bag yeah. which is pretty oh, bad yeah, just, like when the cops just chuck her into a hedge yeah um so bad i've put another hellraiser reference yep. that's not something that is referenced now at all and no. we've had two in jonathan creek yeah i wonder why one to hellraiser three and now just yeah. hellraiser <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, do you have anything else to think has dated the most? Uh, reference to Michael Winner. Oh, yeah. She, he was, uh, Crozier was watching a Michael Winner retrospective on Channel 5. 
That's yeah. all that's dated, I think. I also yeah, yeah. put um, reference to Tracy Emin. Ah, Felt yeah, you used to get that quite a lot in the yeah, 2000s. Yeah, yeah. And that's just when Carl has got a load of rubbish on the floor. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think like that kind of chat about Tracy Emin as well. Just yeah. like, oh, what is it? Just a little rubbish on the just floor. A rubbish. That's like, art, is it? Yeah. That entire chat about art, to be fair. Um, like, who's to say what's art? Maybe a Jonathan Creek podcast is art. Definitely is. So, um, most British thing? Cop saying you are nicked. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, Brendan eating a pack of Big D nuts. Uh, Big which D. I, I've only ever seen in pubs. I've never seen them for sale outside of pubs. So, I don't them? know them. Yeah, you must be able to, right? Um, I put um, in relation to the Crozier murder with the walnuts, describing mm. the draw bolts as sod off draw bolts. Something that's big or impressive, <laughs> describing it as sod off. Sod off, yeah. Yeah, that's good. I like that. And I think I think just all the depictions of paparazzi as well. Yeah. Especially of the time. Just the lowest of the low, just going to anything. That's why I never understand when I see paparazzi people because do they know that they're scum maybe because uh, do they know do they know like i know they know the value of their job because they sell pictures and stuff like that but it's like if you're hanging around trying to get a photo of someone at their lowest do they know that they're doing bad stuff do they they do don't they yeah like, they are just bad people it's, not, it's a bit it's like the people in Nightcrawler, isn't it? It's yeah. A moral compass. Thing is, this that character could quite have easily been a respectable journalist, but I think yes. they also want her turning up at the Adam stuff. Yeah, that's true, actually. So, yeah, that's all wild, isn't it? Yeah, I've never been a fan of those types of people. Like, whenever I see... Obviously, it's different now, but whenever I see, like, a video, like one of those TMZ videos of people, like, following someone yeah. at an airport and stuff, I just think, like... You are horrible. You're a horrible person. Yeah. I I just wouldn't have that in me to be like that. Some people bit, just like, don't have that bit of their brain functioning to inhibit them. Yeah. It's not good, is it? Nope. Um uh in that all right. I, I just feel like all the hanging, like the fake one and the real one, <laughs> like it looks fucking horrible. Yeah. It looks this is Saturday night. It looks this it looks so rough. And particularly in the second one where it's like almost in the reconstruction where it's played for laughs. Oh, when it just like raises her up. Yeah, it's it's all disgusting. I find that really too much. I remember that like at my school there was a really, really big thing where some someone's mum had taught their kid who was nine years old how to tie a noose. What? So he came in with loads of rope and was tying nooses for everyone. So everyone was like running around the schoolyard with with their own noose because he tied like a perfect noose for them because his mum had taught him how to do it. I was like, I just imagine the teachers like trying to call everyone. It's like, why, why is it like 20 kids running around with noose? And like, we were putting them around our necks and shit like that. Like that could have gone Well, what else really are you going to do with badly. the noose? Come on. Exactly, yeah. And um, I, I remember just like the teachers just being like, what the fuck is going on? I don't get paid enough for this. Do you, like, why, why are you teaching your nine-year-old kid how to tie a noose? Do you remember when we worked for IGN and we did that online training? And it was it wasn't IGN specific. It was just a standardized online HR training course. And one yeah. of the questions was, what should you do if you find a noose in the workplace? 
<laughs> chuck it in the bin um Untie yeah it. that's all that stuff is wild i was um okay that's all i've got for that all right i've put these are stretches i think one just personally offends me um adrian fell using beat cops to ask her for dinner yeah it's a bit weird and manipulative enough. i don't that is weird why has he done that that's odd um, the thing that I definitely don't think is all right is the position of Brendan and Carla's bedroom TV. Oh my God. Yeah, I wrote that down. That's not all right. Why are you putting it in the corner behind the door? I couldn't get what that is for other than the shot. This, it's because the shot. It's the, the staging of the shot, isn't it? Because when he lies down to do it, I was just like, that doesn't even, it doesn't look comfortable. No, and you're never watching TV in bed, which is the whole point of having a TV in your bedroom. Yeah. I thought that was because- well not all right. It's really odd because even if you were lying down, so say you were lying down. It's behind him. You can't see it. Yeah, that's wild. We don't have a TV in our bedroom, but if we did, it would be in right at the foot of the bed where it's fucking meant to be. Perpendicular. That's wild. Yeah, that is absolutely wild. That's definitely not all right. That's the worst one we've ever had. Um, (laughs) Let's open up the grot cabinet then. Here he is, Adam. (laughs) Uh, buried alive. So I guess this is around the time of endurance magic where David Blaine, what did he do? Did he put himself in a pyramid above around the square? He suspended himself in a Perspex box. He buried himself. He spent loads of time inside a glass, um, an ice box. Yes, that's right. Lots of different ones. At the time when all that stuff was on, I was, I just remember thinking, I just don't care. Yeah. Like I, I, I understand that that is, a feat of endurance. Do a card but trick. I just, That's what I you said. Yeah, you were going I, to do is give us a trick. Was it in London they were throwing like burgers at him and stuff? Yeah. So because he, he was obviously without food. I don't remember how long he was there for, but it was quite a feat. And people were chucking KFC at him. Cool on London. <laughs> oh, it's magical, isn't Bastards. it? <laughs> and that's the thing is like, I'm a, I just, uh, yeah. I don't want people to have KFC chucked at them. But I also... It's a waste of KFC. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it was he there for like a month. Like, how long was he there? He's still there. <laughs> how long was David Blaine in a box? <laughs> 44 days. That is insane. That's too, that's too long, isn't it? What point have you made... What, uh, what amount of time have you made your point? He was in ice for 63 minutes. And for um, 63 hours and 42 minutes, sorry. He's in the box of 44 days. Genuine peril arrived on day 10 when a man staged a before dawn raid on the box. Did he have to contend with any underground lines? <laughs> oh my God, yeah. Because this is why it's in the grot cabinet. Because Adam is there and he says he thinks he can hear the district line. And then also Jonathan's there to say that he's got to come up because some ladies said... Uh, that he was wanking himself off while they and Ugh. while he was there, and then basically it shows the train state the train going through, and then it looks like he's pleasuring himself in the box. They say you were in a clear state of arousal, and worst of all, appeared to be physically stimulating yourself. Oh man, you have got to be joking. Twelve twenty-five to Upminster. That's not what it'd look like if there was a train going underneath him. It's it's far it's, too much. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. Again, contextualize it. Seven p.m. on a Saturday night. 
Yeah. You've got the image of a man just having a wank in a box. Even though I don't like, I did, I not, not don't like, but I was like, it does nothing for me. David Blade being in a box for 44 days, like good, well done. But like, like I, I'm impressed with that, but I'm not like, oh shit. Like I have about magic, right? Even if I am, I understand that that's part of David Blaine's like persona. And like, if you buy into that, then you'd be really into it. Do you know what I mean? I don't think I'm going to care about Adam Klaus being underground or in that in that box for that yeah. amount of time. Do you know what I mean? Because he's such a shit. So. I, th- I think what's kind of good in the context of the show is in the last few episodes, him, whether him trying to stay relevant and going through yeah. all the stuff really quickly, whether it's the Darren Brown style mentalism, street yeah. magic like Blaine, doing stunts. It's almost as though they never, I almost wish they would name check Darren Brown or David Blaine. And it's yeah. more, he's just kind of scrambling to stay modern and current. But they never really give Adam that sense of weakness. No, I think though, it's unfortunately, I think because quite a lot of Jonathan Creek now and again is quite mean-spirited, I think that all this stuff is yeah. more taking the piss out of it rather than rather than being like him trying to stay relevant and going, right, who's good at the moment? I think it's almost like Renwick's answer to those people, which is like, they're shit. Yeah, I was thinking, I think you're actually spot on there. And also, mm. what I think is a shame is the show very often doesn't seem to celebrate magic. No! <laughs> Even in the pilot, Jonathan says he never has any time for magicians fannying about on stage with handkerchiefs. You never get the sense that it likes magic. Yeah. I think that's the thing. Is like He spends quite a lot of time saying the stuff he doesn't like. He's like, what do you like, guy, mate? Come on. Yeah. That's, that's all I've got for Grot Cabinet. Yeah, same. Let's shut that and forget it ever happened. This is Carla's penultimate episode, this is. And then after that, we never see her again. Yeah. So what is happening? Like the the closest we get is them kind of being a bit sexy on a bed where a man has died. (laughs) Yeah. And her putting on his pajamas and dropping the bottoms. I mean, you wouldn't do that. It's really horrible wearing a dead man's clothes and going on his bed. And then I think the other thing that's is she kind of tries to make or see if Jonathan's jealous about her having dinner with Fel. Oh yeah, she's like trying to make him. Like, is she is she interested in Jonathan or not? Yeah, I think yeah she kind of like needles him a little bit about Fel being such a good detective and being like, oh, he solved it really quick in this lot room mystery. Um, oh, your speciality is it? Uh, but yeah, I, I just kind of don't get the barbiness of it because. She's being really barbed with him. And I'm just like, I don't understand. You've got a husband, so... Yeah, and all the stuff with the colon, with Adrian... No, sorry, mm. not with Adrian, with Brendan. <laughs> yeah. That only serves a function, really. You could see if it serves a function that he is so absent-minded and does not pay attention to her. That he's such yeah. a negligent husband. It's almost pushing her towards Jonathan. Yeah. But it never pays off. It never. They never go there. So it's just no. a waste. Yeah, I guess we could talk about it a little bit more next episode for a final episode because just to see where this goes. Um, but I will say, if you are watching this sort of in order and you're just about to go on to our episode, to lower your expectations. Yeah, but <laughs> I would say... Not if a good payoff. <laughs> also, if you're a bit disappointed about the lack of stuff in this week's Grot Cabinet, you won't be next week. <laughs> 
On the next episode, we're dealing with the curse of a missing porcelain figure in Gorgon's Wood. Up the Creek is produced by RKG. We make podcasts and videos about games, movies, basically anything fun, including 23-year-old BBC shows about a magician's assistant who lives in a windmill. If you'd like to find out more, visit patreon.com forward slash RKG.